Welcome to Blooming Out on Community Radio, WFHB. Blooming Out is a forum by and for the LGBTQ plus community. Each week we explore the issues, events pertaining to the LGBT community in Indiana, the U.S., and internationally. We speak with guests about human rights, coming out, the legality of being gay, and much more. Blooming Out is a multiple award-winning program here on Community Radio, WFHB. Thanks for listening to Blooming Out. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Blooming Out. I'm Frankie Preslav. I'm Ireland Meacham. I'm Melanie Davis. And I'm Justin Robertson. So let's chat and find out what everybody's been up to. You want to start, Ireland? Oh, gosh, Ireland? I have nothing good to start with. Nothing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I no? d- well, I, I guess I, mo- I moved back in with my mom this week, so okay. that's... Is that a good thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't mind it. Your um, mom's cool. My mom's cool. Your mom seems like she's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you two seem really close. Yeah. And everything. No, <laughs> it's going to be good. Um, yeah, just for the semester, so... I should say your mom is cool. I said, right? Your yeah. mom is cool. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You've met her. She's no, cool. No, I met her. So that's hi mom. She's so probably listening. <laughs> yeah, hi mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so you're getting ready. When did when does IU start? Uh, twenty six. Okay, the yeah. twenty six. Yeah, and you can wow. tell B town is kind of popping around. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the vans. There's and more the cars and more cars every day. The angry it's, parents. It's like the impending no. doom setting in. Yeah, no, Ugh. it's happened. You say no? Yeah, I always hate this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> I like when the students come. <laughs> I used to when I was a kid. You know, I was always just like, oh, it's so boring. Yeah, 110, <laughs> but there were still students. Is that but when they, they still were. had livery service and, like, you know, the clippity-clop of yeah, the horses? The I will tell you, the, the the square had not changed since the Great Depression, and this is true. <laughs> <laughs> it was all wood floors, glass cases, but... Um, <laughs> And nobody was ever here in the summer. Yeah, and I hated it. Well, there's ivy. So there was boring. ivy on the actual buildings back then. There ivy. <laughs> yeah, the buildings were all now. There's just ivy on. Oh. Them. So, <laughs> but it was like the ivy tower. They were trying to be like ivy leaves. Well, they or? were old. I mean, this is old, 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 old ivy. I don't know. They were trying. Yeah, they ripped them all down. Yeah, because they were tearing up down the buildings. buildings. Oh come now, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, they were beautiful though. It was. Pretty I mean, they have because like f- I think the um, what is it. Uh, the clock tower is at Franklin. Clock? No, the the student. Yeah, building. like stu- yeah, the, that was all Ivy. Oh. And, uh, all that was. Oh. It was really pretty. But anyways, so you're moved back. Digress. <laughs> 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 and so, yeah. well, that's cool. So I'm glad to hear that. Do you have a bicycle? <laughs> I do. Is that how you get around? I'm going to try, but my mom's house is like kind of far away from everything that I okay. oh, like the campus and downtown and stuff so you need to get I just need to get in bike. shape right basically no get an electric bike <laughs> totally there was this guy and he was probably in his 50s going down the road and he was flying and he mm-hmm. was not in shape okay yeah and uh, well I was like <laughs> how is that happening no I was like he was going like crazy but he didn't look like a biker and then I was like that guy and then I realized it was a electric bike yeah I mean he was keeping up with the car passing me at times I mean I was like wow I, <laughs> I have I have a, a, a bike for cat 
And right. um, I, I bought your her a daughter. Wait, wait. I'm just like sitting here. Oh, okay. No, not oh, a cat. Oh, your like. child. Yeah, no. Uh, that's no. what I was saying for you. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I knew what she was talking about. <laughs> I thought I was the only crazy well, cat lady here. No, no, no. No, I'm a crazy cat lady from way back. So uh, I got a banana seat for her, oh, like I vintage nineteen seventy one banana seat. Yeah. Love like, those. Oh. and um, and I I bought electric scooters to uh, to hook on to, to hook up electric motors and stuff to oh my it. God. So She's I full, really want to get her. The, well, that's that's the. That's the hope. Make so sure you have a helmet. I'm gonna. Oh, she's got a helmet somewhere. Okay. I think it's a Dora the Explorer helmet oh, though. So we need to update. It. Yeah. Yeah. Riding to school like with a banana seat and Dora the Explorer helmet might not be a good first impression. Well, the banana seat does have <laughs> flowers on it. Okay, then then we're okay. I was gonna re reupholster it with leather. Oh so. really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you, you're What's wrong talented. with Dora the Explorer? Well, there's well, nothing wrong with it, but she's going to be, what, a freshman, right? Yeah. So you know, don't you remember being a freshman, you were worried about everything? Yeah, you can't, like, yeah, you gotta be cool. roll into school and in your chop, because it's got those <laughs> yeah. they're really high freshman. handlebars, too. Yeah. So oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, well, no, so she might awesome. be ready to roll. Maybe yeah. g- give her a couple of I don't know, I think she was the coolest girl in the school. <laughs> <laughs> you got to own your bike. Right. That's, I just remember but, middle, uh, like, you know, that, that time, like, seventh, eighth, and then, like, mm-hmm. freshman year was just always like you're thinking everybody's judging you and mm-hmm. looking at, no one's paying attention to you but yourself right, right? <laughs> so you think that everybody's well, looking you're so at self-absorbed yeah. some of us grow out of that Frankie really Ooh. yeah uh, you don't have a mirror <laughs> 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 you, don't, you don't well okay well yeah so that's you know one of those things so that's so that's what you've been doing this summer building a bike no 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 actually um, uh, the summer has been packed uh, but this week has been uh, Gen Con prep because Gen Con's coming to India. We'll explain to those people uh, that for non geeks out there. Right, Gen Con is a giant gaming convention, and uh, tons of people dress up as their favorite characters of uh, games, anime. Um, so you're not wearing like this is not a Furby thing. No, this well, I mean, they're <laughs> Furby, like as in the little. No, thing you dress exactly up. Different. What are those things called? Not Furby. Frankly, furries. that's a totally furries. different yeah. thing. No. The yeah. furries is a totally <laughs> different <laughs> thing. I don't know. So you're going uh, well, to Well, you know. Uh, so I'm actually I was invited to to uh, uh, by some friends who had extra tags because they they had tags for all four days. It right. starts thir- it starts today. Oh, and wow. then um, they're going uh, today, tomorrow, and then uh, f- uh, Saturday and Sunday. And I, I'm going to go Saturday and Sunday. But I was helping out with costuming and, and uh, just, what are you just going as stuff. What? What are you going you, as? Would you, will you a know? furry? No, I'm going as me. I don't do costumes. You don't I'm do not. Costumes. No, that's not true. You've shown me pictures, but not of me. Oh, yeah. No, I'd, I guess I'd that is. Why, why don't you do costumes? Yeah. The only thing that I could pull off is like Godzilla. No. So oh, come on. We Frankenhooker. We, <laughs> we got to work on a costume. That's, that's sad. You need to be a costume. I you do such wonderful costumes and such wonderful makeup. I didn't realize you never did it. I just don't. Yourself. I don't. Like, you don't like dressing up. I, you right? know, did that you just, say that once? Or am I yeah, it's. Up? I'm just not into it. Like we need oh. to make that happen. When, well, you don't want to. I, I was so big; up. they Can stopped giving up? me candy when I was ten. Oh. Like you know, I was People like one mean. of those kids. Then they were like, "No, you're too old for candy." I'm like, "You're never too old for candy." Right. Um, so <laughs> I was traumatized early, but I love Halloween is my Christmas. So, so you, but that's why you won't wear a costume because you're afraid we're going to make fun of you and not give you candy. No, no. R- honestly, <laughs> it's because I'd rather see it than be it. You know. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I totally 
that I still think you need to dress up. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it a couple times. I've, I've done you know some makeup. I, I just don't do it like okay. doing it on myself. Oh, she's getting really uncomfortable. <clears throat> no, no, no. Maybe. I got well, and I've you know, and I've got a kid now, and uh, so you can't be my, fun anymore. No, my child. Uh, like I love dressing her up and doing all kinds of fun stuff. So. That's like okay. that's so much more rewarding, right? And then watching people's reactions. So when you to go to this uh, event and you're not dressed up, when people look at you, <laughs> <laughs> well, not everybody's dressed up. Actually, okay. there's a minority, and okay. and they are those people have got it going on. They are well, how is that? Um, well, they put uh, you know months into a costume, okay. and uh-huh. they will they just get every detail perfect, and uh, and they they spend just you know. Lots of money. So I mean, you can spend like you know twenty bucks putting it together yourself from things you have around the house, um, and look fabulous. Uh, and for some of these costumes, though, I mean, they spend hundreds or thousands of they dollars. They are amazing. Yeah. Um, there so. was actually I was at um, yesterday. I was working at the Unity store in Spencer uh, for Spencer Pride, and there was someone that came in, and um, they were looking for rainbow socks because they were going to Gen Con, and Aww. they were dressing up as this one character from some show on Amazon, uh-huh. Good Omens, I think is what it's called. <gasps> oh, right. And and they were gonna do it's. I haven't seen the show, but they were saying that it's some character that like is is like kind of gay under the table like n- oh, you know as in the closet in the closet uh, no not um so there's there, there are two uh characters <clears throat> um as fails the uh i think i'm saying that right is the angel okay and the the demon is uh crawley or crowley mm-hmm. uh as he's called i read the book back when it came out it's neil gaiman and oh. I just love his stuff. And this, I've been waiting for two decades, for or two and a half decades for them to, to make this movie. And it came out and it, it's uh, David Tennant, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Who. And I can't remember, oh my gosh, That's I can't remember who the angel too, is. Yeah. And uh, Crossley, no, uh, Cro- no, anyway. Okay, so, I remember this, yeah. Uh, it's so beautiful, and the the characters they really explore that part because I was just like I shipped it mm-hmm. way back before shipping was a shipping thing. Yeah, and uh, it was they they were just so cute together, and I love <laughs> that. And I just it, it's like the it's one step beyond bromance, mm-hmm. and you're just mm-hmm. like yeah yeah. It's yeah. been six thousand so years. So you're happy you get with the interpretation. I'm. I mean, is it as good as the book? No, of course not. Of course not. They never um, are, are they? But but it's acceptable. Uh, I they did a decent job for what they had. It's a little cheesy in places, but uh, but that's okay. And Neil Gaiman's a goofball anyway, so mm-hmm. he he approves and and I approve of it too. Yeah, so. yeah. That's always it's Michael Sheen. Oh, is the okay. other actor. Not Charlie. No, not Charlie <laughs> Sheen. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> But no, they I do. don't know why I thought that was so funny, but they, he could not pull off that role. No, no. no. <laughs> Did you see it? I, I've seen one episode. What? Yeah. But I'm the try- funniest thing is... <laughs> I'm trying. So the, the funniest thing is there was controversy over that when it came out this spring, right? Really? Because uh, they were trying to get... Uh, there, were, there were petitions to try to get them to, to not come back with the second season, to not... Uh, you know, because it has demons and it has li- this like quasi queer kind of relationship thing, and so they were they were saying uh, who's some, they? Well, you know, yeah, right wing Christian groups uh, oh, okay. who are opposed to <laughs> such things as fun, fun, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and they were like, 
you know, like cancel the show. It's a, it's not a multi-seasonal thing. It's just the movie is in several, you know, pieces. And because it's a, it's a sweeping you know, epic. This is a thing, but it, I, I was so, I think, frankly, like growing up in a liberal Jewish family as we did, I, so I, I have a friend who grew up in a very, very religious Christian family mm-hmm. and he had never seen The Wizard of Oz. That uh-huh. was just verboten. So I showed really? that to him for the first time this year. Well, that is pretty good. Oh he's so. like 28 years old. But yeah, I'm just like, really? That's a <laughs> thing? Like you're not allowed to watch witches or... No. No, it's really, it's for serious. I mean, moving into the Deep South when I came down here, it, it was culture shock. Because um, this is, I mean, anything south of the Kankakee River to me mm-hmm. is is the Deep South. Yeah. And... um. And and just people's attitudes towards stuff was amazing. I I couldn't believe that, like you you can't watch Wizard of Oz, you can't right. watch certain yeah. shows, you can't listen to music. You know, Harry Potter. On, yeah, Harry no Harry Potter's like <laughs> totally yeah that was the devil not okay. That was um, the devil. Uh, Billy Joel was Billy Joel. Yeah, no, you could. Well, they had to smuggle Billy Joel. Maybe albums. I'm on their side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always knew that about you. What? What? You're a, I'm just talking about a plan. banning Billy Joel. Oh, That's my it. God. He's a plan. Justin, so what have if you I been up to? If I never hear Piano Man again, I'm good. Justin's oh. banning Billy Joel. Da, 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 you know what? Da, da, da. I say. Now I'm going to sing that all the time. Oh, please. Because he hates it. I never should have said it. Da, never, da, ever, da, ever, da, ever, da. ever. So tell me, Billy, what's going on? What is Ooh. going on? You know, I feel like we were just here. We were. Didn't I just see you guys five minutes ago? That's how I'm feeling. You're locked in your coffin. So obviously, I don't know what's going on. I mean, on. we've been here for half an hour. Yeah. So are just, you well, starting maybe that's to like? It. You know, <laughs> we shared it. We, we talked too much before the show. This week has gone by fast. Yeah. Did you do anything fun? No. Oh, ride your broom or anything like that? Definitive no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Okay. He's boring. No, just I. I yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm so sorry. I did you walk your dog? Do, you, wa- do you walk your dog? Of course, I walk my dog. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I took onions? my dog to Lake Monroe. Did That's you? Exciting. Yeah. Did you hike or just sit along the shoreline and skip rocks? I did both. It depends on what day. Blow bubbles in your yeah. slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to take him to this beautiful place where he could just run and I can sit. Sit. Right. I will admit to this. Right. I, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> my dog. Here, a little bit about me. Yeah. <laughs> Has a kennel cough. Oh, no. Yeah, oh. she caught it from the neighbor's dog. The heck is oh. that? It's uh, cough. It's well, just like, a, like that. that other dogs pass to other dogs. Oh, what? And so since they're like dogs and they hang out in the kennel, they call it kennel cough. Huh. I guess, be, and they get they it. have to get a shot cough. for it. I think they're smoking. And yeah, I think <laughs> possibly. <laughs> Michael was like, things happen. Um, <laughs> no, she, yeah. So And she's uh, oh. about 200 pounds, a mastiff. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, she's a big, big dog, wow. and she's but she's a big, playful, lovey dog, and she just has a face that kind of looks like a gorilla bear face, <laughs> and so Aww. she has those eyes, and she just I walk in the morning and the evening to see her because we got to kind of keep her in one place away from the other dogs, which isn't working, um, and she just looks so sad. It's <laughs> very, very sad. And then the, she has these horse pills to take like three times a day, and. It was crazy, but yeah, she was. Mentioned, you just like gestured something that was oh. like the size of a child's it head. Was, it was like a <laughs> giant, a giant pill. Well, it was also in a giant container. Okay, um, because she's a giant dog. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I never had a. Our dogs usually knock on wood, or don't get sick until they die. So we're not used to like doing like this kind of stuff. So mm, how old is she? She is probably five, maybe. Mm-hmm. Those dogs. I mean, they usually live to eight to ten. Yeah. The mastiffs. So and. 
you know so but anyways knock on wood she'll she'll do fine so, so I, are, the, are the kids and kelly still gone no they just got back uh, on tuesday well yeah so no more parties at your house no more parties got to shut down the parties <laughs> <laughs> it was time so can you it talk was, about your week like what happened what really happened for my week yeah um I, well i've been busy with i've been mowing the grass doing a lot of just kind of you know <laughs> nothing that excited i did go out last week with a friend and we went uh kind of bar hopping nice and, and that was fun did you really yeah i did we got home see i was gonna say you know listen to all of you young queer people out here this is your future no mowing the lawn <laughs> Mo- no 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 <laughs> giving horse pills to your dog yeah giving no yeah that's <laughs> this it. is true no that's just because we used to be two of the most exciting <laughs> no i went out i got home at like three in the morning <laughs> we had a good time it was fun so and then we stayed and then i went out uh I took my son to Nashville mm. um, to, oh, I forget the name of the place. Quafan owns the place. Uh, True. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to tear it up. But anyways, it's just, it's a really fun place out there. We probably shouldn't be dropping names. Um, but anyways. Yeah, we're not supposed to yeah, talk we're not about supposed this. To be, so forget <laughs> that. It was, yeah, that doesn't exist. But anyways, no. So we did, so I just, I, I, you know, did stuff with one of my sons. And yeah. that was still here in Bloomington. And it was fun. We had a good time. So what's going on in the news world? You know what we should do before we go to the news? We should take a music music break. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for more. We'll be right back. Booming out.
Welcome back to Blooming Out. You've been listening to um, Natural by Julia Shapiro, right? Mm -hmm. I got that. Shapiro. That's how she spells Shapiro. So here we are. We're not going to go there, Melanie. What? No. We can tell you. I love Shaka Khan. Guys, we're going to talk about news, okay? So let me do this. This is our professional radio show. She did. So Melanie, what's going on in the LGBTQ community? Oh, all right. So I'm going to start. I'll start the day off with the negative stuff, but it needs to get out of the way. But now you've all heard about the the Bloomington Saturday Farmers Market has been suspended for the next two weeks as threats of violence upon specific individuals in the market itself have been received. Uh, what started is an action against the participation of now-admitted white nationalist farmers uh, doing business as Schooner Creek Farms escalated to the presen uh, presence last week of openly armed members of the Three Percenters. It's, uh, that's a nationalist militia uh, who were in support of, uh, showing up in support of Schooner Creek. An IU professor, Kara Kadu, I hope I'm saying that correct, was arrested for a trespass while being surrounded uh, by the militia after being asked to move away by BPD. Uh, she was soon released without being charged. Uh, the situation uh, certainly was, however, charged. Soon thereafter, news of the right wing, other right-wing groups, some of them also founded on principles of Second Amendment promotion, uh, sparked fears of horrific scenes like that that just happened at the Garlic Festival in California, where a young man who posted literature considered to be linked with white nationalism on social media uh, shortly before uh, his deadly act of terrorism. Um, a young family, <laughs> friends of mine, who I, I, they asked me to perform their, their wedding. They've got two kids now. They moved out to Cali. And... Um, they were supposed to be at that uh, garlic fest at that time. Oh, my God. Oh, and uh, it was too hot. They have two little ones. And so they didn't go. And, you know, thank God. Um, I, I shake when, yeah. when mm -hmm. they posted that. I was just like, you know, I, I just I can't even imagine. And um, anyway, so that that's serious. That's yes. a serious uh, consideration and because of that, uh, the mayor hastily sent out a press release followed by a public address on on his move to shut down the, the market. Uh, without citing details, he uh, clearly had gun violence in mind, uh, as it was the primary issue he returned to again and again in his Wednesday address. He said attendance was down nearly 50% since the presence of the white nationalists was made more public this spring. Uh, during the next couple of weeks, there will be uh, it will apparently be actions taken to secure the farmers market, uh, though nothing specifically has been outlined yet. And what a bummer! Yeah, yeah. I was really um, bummed. It's hearing that. But I mean, yeah, it's you definitely need to. Have, I mean, you know, I I, I love the farmers market. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anybody in this room, and hopefully, probably no way listening. That I don't. I don't. You don't like the market. I have to be the devil's advocate. Who doesn't like the market? Corner, right, Justin. No, um, no, the market is like yeah. I it's mean, awesome. It's just people see see your friends, the dogs, yeah. everything, and you know we were just talking about you know something like this coming to our little precious town of Bloomington where love and harmony mm -hmm. usually exist, where people are accepting of one another and tolerate uh, indifference. Um, and, you know, that was, 
and, and people, you know, so we talked a lot of, about um, kind of First Amendment rights, you know, free speech and yeah. where this falls in and, and what's appropriate and what's not. And, you know, it's it's really kind of frustrating because that's what makes us red, white, and blue is is that, is, you know, our, our, our free spe- speech. But when it comes to... Right. right. But then the, the when we add violence in with that, right. mm-hmm. um, obviously that changes things and it gets complicated. And, you know, you keep hearing people from the city and citizens and everybody saying, well, we, we don't have the answers. And it's not because they don't want to find the answers. It's just it's complicated. And, you know, trying and there's no c- quick fix to this because, mm-hmm. um, you know, if one, you know, group reacts and they're going to counter-react and vice versa. And so it's trying to find a happy medium. Of but it, America's never dealt with this. We've never dealt well with, uh, you know. We've never dealt well with this kind racism of Racism right, with, right. uh, with anti-LGBT, anti-Semitism, anti-Muslim. Right. It, it's, we, and all of that's wrapped up into this issue. Right. Right. And I know, like, a lot of my friends don't go to the farmer's market because they're people of color. They're you know Jewish. They're uh, LGBT and and, and this year also poor people uh, who don't go anyway. But or anytime. Uh, but but now okay because okay. since this has been made public, um, because they don't feel safe. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and you know in Bloomington there's this thin veneer that we can all uh, you know look at and kind of you know be proud of this this right. thin veneer of of the tolerance of the acceptance. Right. Um, and and for for a lot of groups there is acceptance uh but the inclusion of uh people who advocate for the extermination of others right um you know this this isn't about you know i believe that fiscal responsibility is is the way to go or i believe that we need you know health care for all or whatever those things can be political mm-hmm. um but when you're talking about the the actual lives of people, that that's not a political issue, right? right. And that's I think what, because uh, because this has been bouncing around all summer, right, right. Since the spring, actually, and people are like, you, you know, yeah, First Amendment rights, but right. we're not talking about right. opinion. We're talking about people's lives, right? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, well, they get the argument is the the free market. You have a choice to shop somewhere spend your money with whoever you feel you know you need to so if and i'm playing devil's advocate so i'm not necessarily agreeing with what i'm going to say but if you um you know if they show up it's your dollar you get to decide on what you're going to do so if people go and they're not spending their money at that particular marketplace then um it's not going to make sense for them to be there but the presence being there and again the right wing might finance them to be there just because they know now now they're out you know people know right. who they are mm-hmm. and it's just a you know the the point of the, the they're there to well, stir and they the had pot. they had a uh there were flooding there was flooding at their farm and uh they've had a gofundme and uh the uh gofundme also extended to uh loss of business because of the, the protest do you know how much money they raised i don't okay. i don't um uh and so I mean that that has been a thing mm-hmm. that people have been using. Uh, right. People are also advocating for you know the boycott of the farmers market altogether right. uh, to kind of try to force this into possibly the the private 
sector right. because mm-hmm. the First Amendment rights only really uh, count when you're talking about um, uh, public right. uh, forum. So when you put it into private hands, right, create a which I think it's you know. I mean, that it sounds like a, a, a possible and maybe a good solution. I guess the sad part is that what made, you know, the, the city is very proud. I mean, the citizens are proud that this is a, a, a city-supported market. For that, like four decades, right? Yeah, yeah. that, yeah. you know, we're, it's staffed by, by our, you know, our people. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, there's a whole long history, obviously, as you said. And then to kind of we being forced to kind of break that up. Um, kind of the traditional there because of this ugly stuff going and and I, I you know I think there's a lot of emotion uh, obviously there's a ton of emotion yeah. involved with mm-hmm. this and you know it sounds simple but you know there's so much more to it and of course you know the two week break is a safety issue yeah and you know it was like I think everybody's you know we all felt very bummed out <laughs> and sad when we heard that you know that was you know going to well, happen but it also hurts other vendors and yeah yes. you know I mean, that's, that's like the, the thing the that thing I'm I've concerned been, about yeah same yeah. I've just been concerned about that mostly and and other communities like Smithville and and um, Owen County mm-hmm. uh, and Ellettsville farmers markets there have been kind of you know saying hey come. Uh, the vendors can come here right. and sell, and uh, and I think that it's a nice thing, but it's not it's ours. It's still not the same, right? Yeah. It's not you know. There's just something about being on the Beeline Trail, and you know, and just hearing the the music, and you know, the right. and again, friends, and just the community. Well, and so okay, I'm gonna uh, say one thing that has been bugging me about this. So protesters have been uh, Kadu, the the uh, Kara uh, professor has was um asked to move um signs aren't aren't protest signs and stuff aren't allowed in the confines of the 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 market um there are and and i i hated this term when it came out uh in the early 2000s but the free speech zones Mm -hmm. uh there are two of them you have to register for them and you have to pay for one of them. Oh, really? And it's ten dollars registration fee, and then ten dollars weekly thereafter. That's not free. That's yeah, that's no. not free. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, so but, it, but if you want to be on a specific part of the property, yeah, they and and it's like out of the market, you know. So you can do f- your free speech on the top of the Fourth Street garage on but let's second say, Thursday of every other month. But let's say, and, you know. I'm, again, I'm going to be devil's advocate. So we have gay pride going, right? So yep. you have all of Kirkwood, and you have protesters that show up, and yep. then they have their spot, and their spot's usually not inside of the, the you know, the, the pride. It would be off in a corner somewhere away from the crowd. Right. So there's, you know, I, I you know, it's like, I mean, t- the free speech can turn one way or another. I mean, positive, negative, depending on what side of the fence that you're, <laughs> you believe. So, you know, I think the, and I don't know. I mean, I'm not on the inside, so I don't know. But, you know, that, that they have those specific spots for that, for that reason. So when they have, you know, you know, organizations like this, or maybe Pride, or something, that we can say, "Hey, okay, you can have your free speech if you want to talk bad about gays and protest with your bullhorn or whatever, but you have to be over here at Zone. This is what it is." You're <sighs> I, I'm, I, I hate to, ha- I hate to, s- I, I don't feel that way. I do you think that that, that I, if we had on a Pride event that somebody should walk through with the bullhorn and be able to? 
mock and yeah, usually they they actually stay them themselves they stay on the outskirts there's not like at spencer when the guy was out there or the two guys were but out i there. don't think they'd be allowed inside yeah I, I think that they're they have to do that yeah i mean i think there are laws i don't think that and yeah. procedures that are followed for this sort yeah. of thing but and, and i think part of the problem is for a lot of us is that white supremacy is a lot different than any other groups i mean this is a group that has historically killed people yeah. mm-hmm. and beat them up and caused violence and caused a lot of hatred. And it's rising in America. It's rising all over the world, actually. Yeah. And so that's what's disturbing about it. Right. It's sort of like, when is free speech not really free speech anymore? I think when it's hate speech. And I think yeah. when you belong to an organization that is dangerous in Europe, and has proved to be dangerous. Yeah, in Europe, they've they've covered that. Right, they right? have. Right. And, but here, hate speech is is still protected. Um, except in, in cases where you're inciting people to violence. Right. And right. That, that isn't happening, um, which, you know, thank God. Um, however, it is happening out in the, the, the Internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I've, I've read on, on groups, and they are talking about blood in the streets. Yeah. And they are talking about violence and extermination. And, um, you know. But the percentage of people that are actually – you know, it just I, takes one guy with a gun, right? I no, I get that part of it, but you know, I I still believe that there's more people out there that we want to live kind of our, our in our little peaceville and do our thing and and not you know not necessarily be um, shrouded in hate and you know it just doesn't. I don't know. In my my perfect little <laughs> world, I, I mean, I know it's out there. Yeah. Of course, I've dealt with it, you know, face to face as as a young kid. When you know our family, we've had the clan visit us, and yeah. we had trash, and you know, the, did uh, you have the clan visit you? Yeah, in South Carolina, when we were um, my mom, my dad was at work, um, and he. Uh, we were in the garment industry, mm-hmm. and my father had plants. Worked well, had fa- plants out there, um, that, and um, so we were the only East Coast mm-hmm. Jewish family, and we were in the Deep South. And Dad was gone, and my mom was there with the three of us at the time. And literally, something like out of a movie, you know these, and they were upset because not so much we were Jewish. I mean, that was definitely an issue. Um, but mom and dad had black friends that they invited from up north, mm. Oh. Mm. and they didn't want them staying in our house. Did they even know you were Jewish? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and I mean, we didn't go around, you know, publicizing it, but they knew. But garment industry. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> obvious. Yeah, coming from <laughs> the city, and yeah, yeah. there's a there's yeah, it didn't take you know. But anyways, yeah, they they came up and um and their pickup trucks and the dirt road and everything and dogs barking. And my mom was there. It was probably, I think it was like noon. And she opens the, the screen door, just like in the movies. And they were like, you know, Yankee lady, you're not to have, and then they used the N-word, you know, people at our, you know, in your home, and they can stay in the oh barn or whatever. Oh. And my mom, being the Yankee she was, <laughs> grabbed the broom. Mm. And she went at them all. And she just started I loved your mother. flying her broom in the air, yeah. and like she smacked the that truck into like them, Mimsy. and those guys literally jumped in the trucks, <laughs> backed <laughs> up, <laughs> and ran away. <laughs> and they said, "I think somebody in town said I never heard a a woman ever use such profanity." In her <laughs> life. I mean, because yeah, because she used every 
known dirty right. word, and this was what in the the sixties, the late sixties. Um, Swiffered away, yeah. The but yeah, so I mean, and, and we had issues when we moved to Indiana as well. Yeah. Um, with we lived out in the rural area of um, of Bloomington, where I mean, it was you know people going by throwing you know trash on our lawn and um, you know calling us dirty Jews and not wanting us to be there. And I mean, it was a big deal. And, and back then, I don't think the, the law handled it all that well. Right. Um, it was, you know, my, just my parents being who they are and having lots of friends um, and support them at the time was, uh, but that was probably what, uh, probably the eighties when yeah. that was going on. But um, well, late seventies, eighties. Yeah. So it, it's been around and it's, it's here. Um, you know, um, it's, you know, I think the internet of course has, you know, I think given a, a whole new life. Um, so that's what I'm saying. It's, it's been around, it's touched community. Um, it's, it's one of those things that's, it's been ugly. We've, we've come through it <laughs> and we were just a little family that we didn't have, a, you know, a whole bunch of people, you know, supporting us back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, we, we made it through. And, and, and we didn't give up and we didn't, you know, throw up the white flag and say, you know, we fought back. My parents did. I was too young. Um, you know, so it was – I remember my mom telling me, it's like, don't tell anybody you're Jewish. You know, don't – you know, right. I had a big mouth, so, of course, I told everybody. So <laughs> – <laughs> but anyways, hey, we need to take a break, um, and we'll be back with more um, after the community minutes and some music. time for our community update this week in bloomington on august 5th monday from 6 to 7 p.m join us for season 18 the road to festival 2020 men and trans men are eligible to sing for the aquaria land men's chorus auditions at first united church 2420 east third street in bloomington No experience necessary. Auditions consist of an interview with the artistic staff and vocal exercises like scales in a sing-along with the piano. Each audition takes 5 or 10 minutes, no appointment necessary, but plan to stay for rehearsal 7 to 9.30 p.m. afterward. And that is at First United Church, 2420 East 3rd Street. And then catch Frozen at the Monroe Civic Theater which is at Ivy Tech, Waldron Rose, Fire Bay, 122 South Walnut, 4th and South Walnut Street, Bloomington. This is August 4th at uh, 3 p.m. That is, let's see, that's Sunday. Um, Frozen by Briani Lavery is the story of three people, a serial killer, the mother of one of his victims, and a psychiatrist that is studying the minds of serial killers. Over the course of two decades, Frozen looks at loss, hate, fear, redemption, and forgiveness. That's not the Frozen I was thinking of. And then on August 7th, that is next Wednesday at 10 a.m., the LGBT Aging and Caring Network Breakfast at Cloverleaf South, 325 East Winslow Road in Bloomington. Um, it says here, our two breakfasts are always the first Wednesday and third Friday of the month at 10 a.m., and they meet at the Cloverleaf South Restaurant on Winslow at Henderson behind the IU Credit Union in a shopping center that also has Avery's Pizza and a hardware store. 
anywhere from 12 to 25 sit at a long table they just add more <laughs> they just add more chairs and tables as our group grows so be sure to check that out the lgbt aging and caring network breakfast all right we were just listening to parking lot by julia shapiro off of the album perfect version and we're going to throw it back over to blooming out welcome back to blooming out um so ireland what do you have in your uh LGBTQ news square. Yeah, so something positive with all the presidential nominee stuff. Um, three presidential candidates, um, all Democrats, Elizabeth Warren, Julian Castro, and Bill de Blasio have added pronouns to their bios on Twitter. Warren's bio now reads, U.S. Senator, former teacher, and candidate for president, wife, mom, grandmother, Grandmother in Oki. I'm not sure what that means. Oh, uh, from Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> uh, she hers official campaign account, uh, and just a small change to a Twitter bio carries a lot of meaning, especially to LGBTQ plus voters, including pronouns when introducing yourself to people. For those who didn't know, helps to avoid misgendering for trans and non-binary people. But for cisgender people, it's a really good way to practice allyship and make trans and non-binary people feel more welcomed and comfortable. Um, and for political candidates, including pronouns in official bios, is a clear sign that they're an ally of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, Warren campaign spokesperson Alexis Krieg said, quote, Elizabeth is committed to running an inclusive campaign and wants every person to know that they are welcome in this movement. And I think that that's just uh, a really well, nice, like, yeah. simple, easy thing that you can do to, like, m show that you're an ally, you know, and it, it means a lot. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> Although there are no trans or non-binary people running, but I think that that is like a good you know sign. Of? That I know of, right. I guess you're right. Do you know of any? Well, I mean, you know, people don't have to disclose anything. I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying, oh, well, there are, but, but the thing is, yeah, don't assume, yeah. and uh, somebody might be non-binary, yeah. and you don't know, and. So non-binary doesn't mean that you it's like wake up and you're you dressed like David Bowie. It's like about being right. gay. Yeah. You know, you just can't assume that someone's straight or, or right. gay or mm -hmm. bi or whatever. And I guess it's the same. But, I mean, that's kind of a new cultural thing to kind of get your head wrapped around the whole, the bigger yeah. flag, I guess. I don't know what's the... Yeah. Okay. The bigger so flag. The bigger All flag. All the colors <laughs> in the rainbow. All the yeah. colors. And and that's... It, it. It's really coming to the fore now as non-binary folk... Uh, feel more comfortable coming out mm -hmm. and um, and really want to be uh, uh, you know represented and s in society and see mm -hmm. themselves reflected as we all do right um, so uh, I think I think it's great I'm I'm happy I know there are people that are like I don't want to wah, wah, wah. Well, uh, we gotta make things so complicated yeah exactly um, but they that's because grammatically correct but it but is. it is, is and the thing. <laughs> from way back yeah so, exactly <laughs> uh, so study up people who try to say that that's not real <laughs> um, but yeah I think I think it's I think it's a great move forward so yeah Yay. I agree I was happy Good. to hear that so uh, Justin what do you have well sort of uh, carrying on uh, gender non-conforming situations. Um, the woman who threw the first gender reveal party 10 years ago is now regretting the idea becoming a national craze as it has. Jenna Carvunadis, I really don't know how to pronounce her name, I'm sorry, <laughs> reportedly had written about the gender reveal party she threw before the birth of her daughter on a parenting blog in 2008. And the idea went viral. And according to Jenna, 
it just exploded into crazy after that. Literally, guns firing, forest fires, more emphasis on gender than has ever been necessary for a baby. <laughs> so she recently wrote on Facebook that she regretted starting the craze, uh, also saying, who cares what gender the baby is, right? right? I did at the time because we didn't live in 2019 and didn't know what we know now. That assigning focus on gender at birth leaves out so much of their potential and talents that have nothing to do with what's between their legs. Her daughter, the first quote unquote gender reveal baby, is now gender nonconforming and reportedly loves to wear suits. I saw the picture. Very cute. <laughs> yeah, the very cute. The picture's very cute. <laughs> it's like, oh. How old is her child? I think like 10 or 11. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is she? Because, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, she was like the first gender anything. reveal party baby or whatever. And then she's literally defying stereotypes, you know. <laughs> that and, is so great. And her it? mom's like, yeah, I probably was probably wrong. I but love again, her mom's acceptance. But yeah, you, know what, yeah. you know what it does? I guess it kind of wraps back around and it starts the conversation. So if she didn't have her gender reveal party, then, you know, somebody would have picked something up. I mean, it was mm. like, you know, maybe not to the extent it was, but it's one of those things that I think it, it, it brings conversation back. Well, um, and, and it's truly, it, really, it's not just, uh, you know, gender nonconforming folk and, and trans folk. It's also just sexism in yeah, general. Yeah. Uh, w- when studies show that <laughs> you react differently to a fetus, uh, when you, quote unquote, know what sex the child is when you find out. Oh, is there studies that like Oh, that? yeah. Like, you, uh, parents actually I'm not surprised, talk to uh, uh, female fetuses right. uh, more. And Is then, that right? Yeah. And, uh, and as soon as they pop out, of course, the clothes and the language used, like, oh, you know, she's so adorable or he's so strong or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, yeah. you know, my daughter, I had her standing up when she was, like, born because there, there's that reflex that they have on the bottom of the feet that helps them birth and you know they push on the bottom of the or the top of the uterus and they push help push themselves out right so when they're babies you can actually stand baby oh you have to support their head uh but <laughs> you can stand babies up Good point. and and it builds leg strength and there's all this like the you know baby gets exercise and and isn't just like a you know a floppy thing on the on the <laughs> bed but um but no i had her up and you know bouncing around and that was great she was strong do i discount that because you know she came out uh you know with a a female apparent body uh no you know and she was adorable too Mm -hmm. um but it does it takes away something when you when you think you know that sexism that we all kind of grew up with Mm -hmm. um uh, but but, but can't we be celebrate the sexes, the male, the female. I sure, mean, but and, I mean, I mean that just. I mean, uh, but what are we celebrating? That it's a. I don't know. It's a boy. <laughs> it's a yeah. little. I, yeah, I'm gonna, sla- I'm gonna get slept. Yeah, you have <laughs> testicles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but I think. I mean, it's more complicated than that, obviously. Um, and I'm just thinking out loud. I mean, I, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think I thought about this a lot, to be honest. Right. I mean, um. But I don't know. I just think that there's something to be said um, about, you know, I don't think I think it's okay to be a boy. It's okay to be a girl. It's okay to be in the middle. But I don't know. I I guess what you're celebrating is the obvious. 
You're mm-hmm. celebrating your expectations. Right. Yeah, that's You're what I feel like. Yeah. Well, give and it to I, me because I'm, I'm starting to, I'm stirring the pot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, there, well, there's also another movement that more pa- more and more parents are turning to of like, of raising children as without, you know, gender right. specific anything. So not like letting them decide right. what they want to be called or what they want, like not assigning them like. Names. Obviously a name and stuff. So like, my sisters were Randy and Patty. My mom was really on at the, <laughs> the time. And they were pissed about it. Oh, yeah. They were so angry because they thought mom and dad wanted um, two boys. Right. But I don't think that was mm-hmm. the situation. Sorry, I didn't mean that. No, it's okay. You. I think, yeah, I think <laughs> the whole gender reveal thing is just putting a lot of expectation on the kid right from the beginning and then if they don't fill, fulfill that expectation as they grow up then there's a whole lot of you know well, parents parents have like all kinds of stuff like when when their kids uh you, you know uh, you're not a girly girl oh mm-hmm. my god I, I because of how i was uh you know born and, and raised i didn't want to put that on my child, right? right? right. Uh, because who we, knows? we all screw up our kids. And uh, just, oh yeah, and, possible and not you to. have to. <laughs> that's what that's what parents are for. <laughs> um, but you know, and and she grew up and she loved dresses and she loved you know all and and that's cool. I, you know that that's yeah. great. I'm, I mean, I guess I was lucky in the sense that you know my mom didn't care if I played with a Barbie doll or I played with a GI Joe. Mm-hmm. Or we had trucks, or we played yeah. house, or whatever. That wasn't an issue. Um, I was she definitely, you know, I, I dressed in little boys' clothes, but it was not a, you know, really put. I mean, we were allowed to kind of be who we were during that yeah. time. Um, I don't know. I think there was. I was at, at a, a, a meeting, and they were talking about kind of gender roles gender roles and the one woman was saying you know um she raised her boys as boys and then i guess a friend of hers um raised you know their kids as you know they didn't really specifically focus on a gender right and she so she said to this other woman that my girls grew up and they were able to choose who they wanted to be and they chose to be women and i know they're women so i don't have issues because that's what they tell me they are where your sons weren't allowed to have that, and you don't know that there's boys. They don't. Y- y- yeah. Okay, you see where I'm going? Yeah. Well, and, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay. But, so I mean. So, uh, and I I have to I have to like take issue with the the word cho- choose. Okay. Right. Because mm-hmm. that isn't the way things are for most people. Right. right. But what you what you do like, right? Right. What you what roles you want to take on in mm-hmm. life you want to be a truck driving barbie awesome <laughs> right you know if if you uh your eunice you know the things that are you're born with the things that you see when you are out here in this world t- take that on and and allow your kids to explore what they like you yeah. know without having to say that's not for boys. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Not for individual yes. Because yeah. also, though, I've, you know, grew up in a hippie family and gender roles weren't cool. And, of course, it's all part of the patriarchy and all this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I understand that. But I've known people, including my mother, who <laughs> sort of was like, no, you're not going to play sports. You're going to take dance classes. You're going to do this. You're so she do forced that. you into it. Well, <laughs> hmm. I'm just saying do what is comfortable <laughs> right. for yeah. that person. You know, right, just because yeah. they're a boy doesn't mean that 
they shouldn't play football if that's what they want to do. Oh, yeah. Or that they should play football if that's what they want to do. It it makes no difference what sex you are. You either look like football or you don't. And that's... You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, it starts with the wrestling. You have girls wrestling now, and and they wrestle boys. Mm -hmm. You know, the football, there's still schools that are... Some allow it, some don't. I mean, I think slowly, you know, know, they're they're allowing um, it to happen, you know, for 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 girls and boys to play on, do you? Th- and that's a big argument too. Is like, uh, um, you know, I was listening to people kind of argue. I was sitting in the back on this one. Is like, you know, um, about transgender children if they should be able to participate in their sport of choice. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and and one person saying, well, this was my, um, uh, you know, my daughter shouldn't have to compete with somebody that has testosterone. Um, And, you know, so what's the answer and, you know, how do you – I was thinking about you at that point. I I mean, I wasn't giving opinions. (laughs) I was just listening at that point. Um, No, and and that is a – it's a thing that they're starting to study. Um, Some studies have shown that after, you know, a couple of years off of testosterone, uh, uh, when you have hormone blockers and stuff, there really isn't uh, a performance difference. and uh, and so you know if a child is undergoing treatment, but then but that's what, what but do you have for trans trans boys right? right right who are taking testosterone right and 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 bulking up right and do you say well there's a certain yeah well, how do you yeah where do you and and there are some uh, I think they're in Texas of course uh, there's yeah. a trans boy who's forced to uh, wrestle on the girls team oh they have a girls team yeah. Okay. And uh, and so they have to wrestle against, uh, you know, their peers, uh, age group wise, mm-hmm. who aren't don't have the testosterone, don't have the the uh, muscle mass. Right. And this boy's cleaning up right. in the girls division, and it's why is that? Uh, then they're saying, well, that's not fair. Well, it's a trans boy. It's a trans to boy play on the girls team. Exactly. Is that what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. So and so. They're going to do more studies, and they're going to try to right. figure it out over time, and that's um, it, uh, 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 Semenya. Yeah, um, yeah, the, that's like the kind runner. of been a, yeah, the one she's, that's yeah, uh, she's she's sparked to this whole debate. Yeah. I feel she like. has like or, she's XXX is she's like the superwoman. She has right. Is that the one we're talking about? I I forget I forget what her I think her genetic testosterone she has levels like, are just yeah, a little yeah, bit that's, higher that's than a lot higher. Yeah, actually. but yeah. yeah, but they're natural for her. Right, yeah. right. But they won't let her race now. So why can't she race? Right. In her, she can't race anybody. Right. Because her testosterone levels are naturally right. higher. And mm-hmm. what twenty years ago she would have just been considered like this super being woman. She would have been Eastern, everybody. Or, right. East German, right? right because. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was just everybody was, you know, would have been excited about this person. And then now we can, you know, you know, test for um, testosterone and estrogen and, you know, are we do now. And genetics. Right, and, and genetics and stuff. And so we're pushing, I guess, pushing it backwards in some ways, too. Well, it, people get, people will figure it out. I, it, we will. And we're starting to, and we're starting to get, there's, there's still an old guard. Right. There's still, right. you know, poor So do you think that if you just kind of took the stance and saying, you know, okay, raise your child as you feel fit, you know, if you well, want to raise do, them as right? A, and, right. And, and not get mad about it, I guess. Yeah. I guess people get upset with the fact that I'm going to raise my little boy who was born with a penis 
as what I think a little boy should be raised. And I'm going to, that's number one family. The other family will do what they, you know, will. Right. The problem comes when you try to enforce things on mm-hmm. the child based on your concept of gender, right. based on your culture. Right. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and when the child is obviously indicating that right. that's not where they're at, right. then you're just imposing something right. that isn't natural to them. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, it's a it's a hard one. I mean, you know, now again, I'm playing devil's advocate here that I just think, you know, it's to to kind of get your head wrapped around, you know, the whole concept of, of what gender is. We've and been understand. talking so, about that since the yeah. 60s right. and, and 70s, I don't think yeah. that we right? know And it, it keeps is, changing actually. in some change. ways as far as people's opinions and, you know, verbiage. Know and Yes. And sometimes it feels like we know less. And I want to <laughs> well, say I do not feel sorry for your sisters being named what? Randy. Randy and Patty. And Patty. Right. You know what my name was? What was your name? Sally? Dandelion. <laughs> Dandelion. What? No way. Yeah. Really? Shut the That's front your, door. My real, real name is Dandelion Mead. Yeah, I'm I coming that. out and I saying knew. it. I you knew that. that. Really? Yeah, I, I love that. that. I yeah. love you. Dan- We're going to start calling him. Well, I've thought about maybe going back to you it. You need to go back to Dandelion. Yeah. <laughs> but my, when I was a teenager, I mean, there was just no way. No. Right? Right. But you were in Harmony. We could have called you Dandelion. Well, when before Harmony, when I was at another school, I, I was called Dandy. Dandy. Dandy, that's cute. Yeah, I like Dandy. So, and I, I still have uh, people that I know that call me Dandy. So well, I'm going to start giving so you. Cute. I forgot about that. Or Lion. Because <laughs> I, totally, I think yeah. that you would have known. Yeah, I did know actually. Now that you said that, but I mean, I was uh, forgotten. So you think I should go back to Dandelion? Yes, mm-hmm, it, definitely. W- whatever you feel comfortable when we with. Sign off. Dandelion. Yes, Dandelion. <laughs> in this so town, wait, it's ju- so. is Justin your middle name then? Uh, it's Justinian. Justinian. Very, oh, very pretentious. Okay, we got to wrap this up, guys. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, we're over. Oh, oh my gosh! Look yeah, at look at time. time. Um, so, uh, Blooming Out is produced by Frankie Presloff, Ireland Meacham, and Melanie Davis. Our executive producer is WFHB News Director Korea Greenberg. Lucas Fisher is our engineer for Blooming Out and WFHB. I'm Dandelion. <laughs> I'm Melanie Davis. I'm Ireland Meacham. And I'm Frankie Presslaff. Remember, if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from your Blooming Out family. You've been listening to Blooming Out on WFHB. Blooming Out is a product of WFHB's News and Public Affairs Department. Tune in every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. for Indiana's only LGBTQ plus news and public affairs program. You can hear this and other programs online at WFHB.org. Comments and suggestions for future topics or guests can be sent to bloomingout at WFHB.org. That is bloomingout at WFHB.org. And thank you for listening. Well, how could I mind it? And what about being queer? Well, really-